Welcome back to Wake Up Springfield. Pastor Alex Bryan here, along with my guest co-host, Pastor Ray Smith from First Baptist Church in Battlefield. You having a good time, my friend? It's It's been fun. Well, yeah. it's kind of cool. We have joining us on the line is Springfield Mayor Ken McClure. How are you, sir? Well, good morning, Alex. Uh, it's great to be with you. It's good to have you here. Thank you for joining us. So, I wanted to um, check with, we, we saw a story earlier in the week about Springfield City Council banning the No Chance Gaming machines from the city and we thought hey let's see what the mayor has to say that we the article we had um that we read had you talking about it so what's your take on that mayor well the council did take that action on it on monday night at our meeting and the vote was unanimous it was it was nine to zero uh, i said at the meeting uh it's not an action you take lightly but uh, it is one that i think that we were taking out of necessity uh, We've been looking at uh, the situation for several months and just receiving a lot of community impact, particularly uh, from uh, businesses that might be adjoining uh, where these locations uh, are throughout our city. And it's just not good. I haven't seen anything good coming out of this. And so we took this action really to protect our business community, to protect our community at large and all those that might be impacted on it. So, again, not one uh, taken lightly at all, but uh, it was one I think we took because we had to. Yeah, Mayor, and you know, I'm thankful that you did. I mean, as a man of faith, I know the faith community, you know, you look at something like this, one of these vices, and... I'm just glad because there's always the thing. I, I mean, people, adults should have the freedom to do what they want to do. But at the same time, we have to look at the impact of people's decisions on our community. And well, go ahead, sir. No, I say ultimately that was the, the, the deciding factor for me. You know, and it's not like you're saying these people can't have access to these gaming machines because they they still have access, if I understand, in the places where you normally can, the live games um at different facilities but just not at the gas stations is that kind of what i'm hearing and understanding well, well actually we've got larger uh, th- there are some institutions some businesses for example but that is all that they do uh, we heard that from several locations around town uh, particularly uh, the plaza area uh woodland heights uh, on the north side on carney street there are others as well and so it's it's a pretty broad application uh uh, Alex, of where these things are located all through our community. Yeah, I mean, when you look at, uh, again, 25 different places they can get them, but I, I love this fact. Don Lazader? Well, uh, Mayor, I just wanted to ask you, you mentioned that that uh, Plaza shopping center area. Boy, when I was growing up, uh, I went to the shoe store there. You know, we had the movie theater. Uh, it, it, I know there's a lot of concern. There's been, There's been a lot of criminal activity in that area, and I know this did not help that, did it? It sure did not, uh, Don. It's a correct point, and I've driven through the plaza several times over the last uh, several months and just seen, one, the proliferation of these uh, establishments, but secondly, uh, what it's doing on the adjoining businesses. We heard from several of them. Uh, One of the most uh, uh, eloquent uh, speeches was made by uh, Joe Cooper, who runs a barbershop next door, talking about the direct Yeah, Cooper's Clippers. Yeah, on the direct impact on his his business, uh, Avanzari, a long long established uh, eatery here in Springfield, was having impact on its business, and indeed, it's moving. It will have a nice location on Fremont, but that's the kind of impact that really stood out, uh, and we just can't we can't let tolerate that type of thing, and so that's why the action was taken. Yeah, Mayor, I um, 
when I go, and, and again, for me, I grew up in a family who, for years, I mean, my dad used to host a, a poker game in our basement and before he became a man of faith, and I saw people lose their cars, gamble away their welfare checks, and I saw the family impact of that. And I'm thankful that our city council here had the courage to take action like this because I'm sure there's probably some blowback. Are you guys receiving any blowback from this, Mayor? Well, we've received a lot of uh, of uh, support as we moved up towards the, the time of the vote. Uh, you know, I uh, there's there's been some opposition, but I, I made a comment Monday night, and it's it's accurate as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I received nothing in the way of uh, a comment from even those opposing the ordinance that said anything good was coming out of this. And so even those supporting it have not been able to at least show me what the positive aspects are. But clearly, uh, we're expecting uh, uh, opposition. We expected that all the way through. But I want to give credit to all of my council members. It was a unanimous vote. Uh, many were receiving a lot of uh, contacts uh, all across the spectrum. Uh, but we asked good questions on Monday night. I think the appropriate approach was taken. How does this directly impact our community? Who's impacted? Who's not? So I give credit uh, to my other eight colleagues. They stood up and they asked good questions, and we all voted together on this. Well, good deal, good deal. So, Mayor, what um, what else do you guys have? What what are the things that um, the city that you guys are dealing with? I know that you are um, your term is drawing near to an end. What are some of the other priorities you want to get done? Well, my term will end in April of 2025, and so we're focusing on implementing our comprehensive plan, which will guide us up through 2040, uh, 20 years. But uh, that has a lot of aspects on it. For example, all of our zoning code regulations need to be updated to be consistent with that plan. So we have work going on uh, right now on that. We're talking about housing uh, as as uh, a situation in our community. 41% of our community owns their own homes. Uh, that's a low number. And so how, how do you effectively uh, uh, encourage that, make it a little easier? Uh, so we're going to be spending uh, time on that uh, here in the next few weeks. So no shortage of, of things to do uh, in the next, at least as far as I'm my term is concerned, 13 months, but we want to make the best use we can. Right. Well, Mayor, I saw, and I follow you guys, as, um, it's, it used to be called Twitter, but now it's X, and the news that is reporting that the city council slated $100,000 um, towards cold weather shelters. Are we seeing, is that a result of maybe the illegal immigrant um, crisis coming up, or does, are we seeing effects of that at all in our city here? Well, I, in terms of the homeless, I can't answer that. Uh, we we do have a hundred thousand dollars allocated out of our carryover funds, which are unspent budgeted funds from the previous year, and that was the hearing that we had on on Monday night. We'll vote on that at our next meeting. Um, you know, I don't know exactly uh, whether there's been a particular impact on uh, on our community or our county uh, from uh, from migrants. Uh, I know Sheriff Arnott has been watching that very carefully. I was in a meeting with him a couple of weeks ago, and he said, you do see some situations where that comes up. But uh, in terms of the homeless population, I, I just really can't address the makeup of that, Alex. Yeah. Well, I know that a lot of cities are dealing with it. We're thankful that um, in our area here, 
it just seems like we got some common sense people running things. And, you know, I'm thankful that we don't see you all over the news saying we're a sanctuary city. Come on over and then have to deal with the unintended consequences of that. Well, you, you are exactly correct on that, Alex. Uh, we've got business that we need to take care of here. And that's my focus. And I know it's focus of my colleagues on council as well. And so uh, we've got more than enough to do to keep us busy in the proper areas on that. So I totally agree with you. All right. Mayor, I got one last question. Um, I think that there's some um, push to try to maybe increase the minimum wage for tip workers around our city. Um, what, 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 any thoughts on that? Well, I have always tried to give good, good tips out to those workers that get it. Um, you know, the whether you mandate the minimum wage or not, the uh, wages do need to go up. We're a low, uh, low-paying community. Um, Poverty has always been an issue here, and it's not so much unemployment as it is, in my opinion, people being underemployed. And perhaps they could uh, be in a position that pays a little more on that. So we are making good progress on that, but it's one that we watch a lot. Uh, I've typically shied away from mandated uh, minimum wages, but I do firmly believe, uh, particularly for those tip workers, uh, they need to be treated appropriately and fairly and compensated uh, as such. There you go. Mayor, I'm going to get you out. I said one last, but I got one more, and this is just kind of a little fun one here. I'm going to put you on the spot. Are you ready for Valentine's Day? Well, I am. I've taken action to get ready for this, and so uh, I, I feel good about it. <laughs> <laughs> good. There you go, Mayor. Hey, thanks for your time. There we go, Mayor Ken McClure, Springfield Mayor. Thanks for your time. Have a good Valentine's Thank Day. Thank you. Always, always a pleasure. You all as well. There thanks. You go. He's he's ready, man. He's ready. Now. I, I got I got to learn from the mayor here. And Don, get ready? Could, could Chris be listening right now to know that you're not ready? I don't just, think she is. Or is it just she's part probably of the talking on the air right now? Is so it just part for the course though? Is she just like nah, that's done? Well, and she usually likes what I get her. I just <laughs> I just haven't gotten it yet. You said it before. You like the last minute thrill, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just to go in there and go over to Walgreens or CVS before just to see what they have picked yeah. over. There you go, Don. Don't go to the dollar uh, store, though, Don. No. The <laughs> uh, the chocolate place uh, sees me coming every year, too. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You can't go wrong with chocolate. No. no. All right. Hey, uh, man, at 730, we're going to have State Rep Ben Baker. He'll be joining us. We got Brenda Talent. We're going to talk about the educational bills that are going um, through the House and the Senate. We'll do that at 645. But next, we have our local news and weather. And then we're going to be talking about this Fonnie Willis case um, Pastor Ray, we got some thoughts. The judge down there said that case is going to move forward. So, and if it, if so, if it's found out that she was inappropriate, the case could be dismissed. It could we'll, be. We'll see how that works. Stick around. Wake up, Springfield.